Entrepreneur Weekly interviews the brilliant leaders of today in order to provide a stepping stone of wisdom on the journey to personal business ownership. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Well, I, uh, how do I say this? Every entrepreneur has a spirit inside, and that spirit makes them different from the workaday individual. We just can't do it. Matter of fact, we can't do it because we want to work twice as hard, but we want to put that extra money in our pocket. Entrepreneurs are different kinds of human beings. There's a spiritual nature there that is just driven. What drives you? So I have a couple guests for you guys today. Entrepreneur Weekly, part of Entrepreneur Magazine and Entrepreneur Media. You can find our podcast on the radio stations on Entrepreneur's website, entrepreneur.com. It's Entrepreneur Weekly. There's a lot of really great podcasts at the entrepreneur.com website. So uh, if you like listening to podcasts, um, have, have time to go over and check that out. But our first guest is, well, she has her own podcast too, by the way, that has over 50 million downloads, which makes me even jealous. Uh, her show is called Earn Your Happy. Her name, Lori Harder. Podcast host, author, speaker, entrepreneur, founder of the soon-to-be H2Glow. I love how this starts out, Lori. Welcome to the show. It says, Lori Harder is a small-town high school dropout turned three-time fitness world champion, 11-time fitness cover model, entrepreneur, investor, top podcast host, author. It just keeps going on. What have you not done? I mean, I love entrepreneurs are doers. And you're another doer. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to be here. Thank well, you for having me. With 50 million downloads, I think I could probably learn something from you. That is really <laughs> impressive. First of all, for those who are listening, tell us about Earn Your Happy. With this, I mean, it must be something incredibly special because friends tell friends, and that's how you end up with 50 million downloads. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. I, you know, I earn your happy came out of a place where I wanted to connect with people. I am like when people meet me, they think I'm very extroverted, but I'm actually quite introverted and I don't love having to network. And I realized that that was a very large part of being successful was who you ran with, who you knew, who you could ask questions to. And so for me, I was like, what is the easiest way for me to connect with people, have these really great, deep conversations, be able to really get to know them, but also add value to their lives, like to create something that people would want to be on because it gives them a place to talk about what they want to talk about and share what they want to share. And I had been a podcast listener at that point for probably three years and I had gotten so much value out of it. Like to the point where I was like, you know, the podcast host, you're like talking back to them in your earbuds and you're like, think that they're your best friends and you like follow these people and, and they're, they're changing your life. And I thought, what if I could do that for people and really, really bring them like really real raw conversations about like, Hey, I didn't graduate high school. Here's what I did. Here's, you know, I don't feel like I'm an extrovert out in the world and here's what I did to make it work for me. That's really what I wanted to share was what are the, what are the stories of the people who are doing it differently while also adding value and being like, we're all humans. We're all struggling. Like I really get into the feelings of what it feels like when you're going for these big things. Like, man, there's sometimes you have years where it's like a winter, you know, mm -hmm. and you, 
you need people and you need these conversations. Like you can't do it alone. And that's really what I wanted the podcast to be for people. I love that. My wife actually said to me the other day, we've been together 41 years since we were, uh, well, she was a teenager then. Wow. But uh, <laughs> yeah. And then we went out for years and uh, then ended up getting married and now have, you know, four kids and four grandkids and one on the way. But she says to me just the other day, she goes, you know what? I have to uh, listen to your show to find out what you're really thinking. And it's like, oh my gosh. I mean, I, I guess I don't talk to her enough, but I have to put her in front of a microphone, you know, and then I can talk to her. Yeah, some of the best conversations have on some of these kinds of radio shows and podcasts. Um, her, let's see here. Her uh, show is called Earn Your Happy. And if you want to be the 50 million and one, you can download it. <laughs> Uh, Lori Harder, H-A-R-D-E-R.com on social media. Lori Harder uh, is at Lori Harder on all those things. Um, she is the uh, CEO of uh, LoriHarder.com and H2Glow. We'll talk about that here on the show, too. Don't go anywhere. This is Entrepreneur Weekly. Attention business owners, 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. It's worked for a quarter million businesses worldwide. It'll work for you. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Well, you're listening to Entrepreneur Weekly, Entrepreneur Magazine on newsstands everywhere, our podcast at entrepreneur.com, and this radio show that turns into a podcast is also available on radio stations around the country, and thank you guys for listening. Uh, on the line with us is Lori Harder, podcast host, author, speaker, entrepreneur, founder of a lot of things. We're going to get to that in a moment, but she uh, she's, she's got a book. It's called... Uh, tribe called bliss and Lori, welcome back uh let's Thank just you. for a moment this is a best-selling book what is tribe called bliss real quick it is a book all about breaking through superficial friendships creating real connections and reaching your highest potential mm. there's that word again about you being real you are really really into being real which you know what i think as you go through life, you get sick and tired of these relationships that are use relationships. Now, there's one thing to have a mutually beneficial relationship, but when you feel like you're being used and the person was courting you to use you, it just feels dirty, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And when you find out that some of your friends are that way, they call them fair weather friends, of course, as well. But yeah, I, so I can get that. A tribe called bliss. I like that. All right, I want to get into some of your philosophy a little bit because for those who are listening, she's got a go-for-it formula, 
which we'll talk about in a minute. But at some point, you said you had to do some pivoting, which mm. all of us have to do. We get to a point where we're like, oh, crap, this is just not working. And then you have that aha moment, that moment of reality where you, you know that if you keep going, you're done. So you have to pivot. Let's talk mm-hmm. about what, uh, what you did and, and, and why and all that. So pivoting is interesting because I feel like pivoting comes from two different places. Sometimes it's the expiration date of kind of an idea mm. that we <laughs> were in. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I believe when we ignore that expiration date, you feel it. Yeah. Like you either feel tired, you feel exhausted, you're not excited about life anymore, or a pivot can come in the form of this is just not working. You know, I'm, I'm losing money. Nobody's catching on to this idea. Everyone is saying no. And not just for a short period of time, because I think that that's all normal things. Like you're going to hit those headwinds. You're going to get a million no's. Right. But there are some points where you need to look at where has the market gone? Where is the audience? What are they looking? Where are things really changing? And how are how are you changing? Is this actually a fit for your life and for your zones of genius? And for me, what happened is I started a company right before COVID. I wanted to get into products. Like I loved beverage. I was absolutely obsessed with beverages. Any given time you can come look at my desk and I probably have like six or eight cans of something or water bottles on my desk. And I'm that person, there's a new beverage, I'm trying it. I also love wine. So when I was thinking of doing a product, I was like, you know what? I feel like there's a space for a wine spritz, like a healthier wine spritz that women can connect over. I feel like there's a non-alcoholic wine spritz that should come out because I'm always looking for something when I don't feel like drinking that's healthier. So I started getting into the space of creating this company called Light Pink, and I raised $2 million for it from 54 female investors. And the reason that I wanted these investors instead of just bootstrapping or starting smaller was because I wanted to give women the opportunity to understand more about investing and also be a part of this company. I was like, okay, what would it look like if I brought on strategic investors where 54 women felt like this was their own company so Mm. that when I launched and when I was out there in the world, we would use their audiences and Mm, uh, get this out. Yeah. So when I say strategic, like I actually looked for women who had audiences, that would be a really good audience fit. And not just audiences like social media online, because we know sometimes that doesn't convert. Yeah, it's the amplifier. You amplify with their audience. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So built in people who felt like they were a part of it. And, you know, they had, I asked if a lot of them had email lists, because I also knew I was doing direct consumer for this product in the beginning. But going back to the pivot, so now I have this money raised. I have this product. It's already formulated. We've already got this great idea. COVID hits and a lot of different things happen, right? I'm having trouble securing a co-packer. I'm having trouble securing a warehouse. Six months goes by. I still can't get these things. And you can't just throw up another warehouse or co-packing facility because that stuff takes a really long time and licensing takes a long time for them to get as well for alcohol. Right. So I'm in line, waiting in line for these people, and no one is coming through, not to mention then gas prices go up, which means shipping goes up. I'm losing all, right, all my hold margin. It, hold it. I love it. we got to do a cliffhanger. Okay. What happened with this business for Lori Harder? <laughs> oh, God. I, wa- I want to know. I'm like sitting here. How did she overcome? Because I know 
that she's tremendously successful. And that was just in the rearview mirror. I can still see the COVID world. You know, hold tight. Uh, Lori Harder's with us. LoriHarder.com. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Alan Taylor from Entrepreneur Weekly. Child sexual exploitation is an unimaginable crime that continues to invade our communities and homes. The Maloof Foundation is confronting this crime by providing education, promoting healing, and ensuring justice for survivors. But this cause can't be won alone. Learn how you can join the Maloof Foundation in their efforts to preserve a child's right to freedom, hope, justice, and dignity at MaloofFoundation.org. That's M-A-L-O-U-F Foundation.org. Discover unstoppable industry influencers who celebrate disruptive thinking and game-changing business strategies on Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Our guest is Lori Harder. She is definitely life in the fast lane. Uh, she is available for you guys to reach her at, at all these different, you know, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Lori Harder, L-O-R-I-H-A-R-D-E-R.com on the web. And um, her book, A Tribe Called Bliss, her podcast with 50 million downloads, Earn Your Happy. She's telling us a story right now how she was in COVID hell, you might say, in business. And the worst part is, and I've been here, Lori, is you had all these people that you, these 54 women that you had invest and you're thinking, oh my God, it's not working. The, what the worst time in the world was when everybody in the world was having a pretty good time. And then, you know, the economy starts to, to pitter out and then COVID hits. And mm -hmm. how do you fix all this? So you had to do some pivoting. And that was right about where you were when I had to cut you off. My apologies. Oh, man. Okay. So, you know, I was in this place where I knew this would be challenging. So I didn't necessarily, it's like I, I was a year into really, really building this and still just hitting wall. Like I was not having any wins. You know how sometimes you're like, okay, this is promising. Like right. we're losing, but we're also winning over here. There was no winning across the board Ugh. at all. So this is really where, you know, a lot of the things I do talk so much about your network and making sure you're tuning into these different business people and people who've been there before. Right. And I can honestly say if I didn't have access to people who were entrepreneurs and business people and really sit down and have the hard conversations like, Hey, you know, you launched this company or you sold this company. Can you look at what is going on in my business right now? Like, is this still a smart business plan or is this something that I should look at right. letting go of and, and starting somewhere else while there's still money left? And, you know, my ego said, I'm going to disappoint 54 women. They're going to be so upset with me. This is, you know, maybe they're not going to be on board for the next thing, but everything else was like, and all of my business friends who looked at it were like, this is not smart anymore, Lori, you need to pivot. Like they showed me all of these different companies that started as one thing and pivoted before they either launched or in middle of launch or whatever that looked like. And I thought, okay, this is what every smart person does. Like you actually say, is this something worth, is this a hill worth dying on? Or right. is this really where you're going to die? And everything was pointing to, this is no longer smart. Like great idea in the beginning, no longer smart. What can we pivot to? And I just had learned so much at that point that I started going at business from a different perspective of what is my zone of genius? Is this going to be used in this company 
you know, am I going to really be able to use that? And then also I started creating a business now from what are, where are margins at? Like, what about shipping? What does this look like? So before I created this next product, I looked at those things. Like what is a smart business plan for where the world is right now? Right. Yes. All right. So are you, are you just kind of getting ready to launch that product as I heard maybe a little we're gonna launch end of summer okay I'm very excited because I feel like I've now been in a two-year waiting period yeah Um, but I'm really excited about it because I did create something that feels right in my wheelhouse Um, you know do me a favor and and come back to me when that time let me help you launch that at least on this show is it the h2 glow product it is okay it is all right okay love that you guys didn't hear that you didn't (laughs) hear that but the pivot now you have a formula. You got about two and a half minutes to tell me the okay. go for it formula. And then we'll we'll come back with you when the time comes for the launch of H2 Glow. All right. So this came out of me pivoting from fitness to mindset to uh, personal development to now doing a product. So number yeah. one is know what you want and why. Like make sure that the thing that you want is not somebody else's dream and that your day-to-day life that you want actually matches up with that so that you're not doing things every single day that you hate. Like really get into what does my day-to-day look like if this is the dream that I want. And make sure it's in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Be honest so, with yourself at yes, that point. Yes, be honest yes. with yourself. Yeah. Are you going to be good at this? Are you going to be able to move the needle? Do you have the skill set? Like some now of wait, the wait, is this two? Is this two? Is two no, no number okay. two. Number okay. two is figure out your fears and okay. how to support them. Oh. Because I just want to share they never go away. So how do you support those fears? Who do you need? Who do you need on your team? Do you need deadlines? What does that look like? Number three is to create your network and learn how to use it. So whenever I've pivoted, mm. you know, when I was writing a book, I didn't have authors in my network yet. So what did I do? Okay, I'm writing a book. How do I meet all of these authors who have been successful? I go to their things. I go to their masterminds. Yeah. I go get to know them. I have them on the podcast. And then all of a sudden you have a network of people who have done what you do. <laughs> Number four is put pressure behind your goals because... Billie Jean King says pressure is a privilege and truly if you don't have it in your life around your goals, you have to create it. So whether that is putting money down, whether that's announcing it to the world, those are the two main ways that you want to do it is accountability through people who mean something to you that you don't want to disappoint and putting your money where your mouth is. (laughs) I love it. You know, you are, you're an entrepreneur by golly. Um, Okay. These are the, the go for it formula just quickly and you can, uh, you can uh, certainly find out more about Lori Harder at LoriHarder.com. Uh, know what you want and why. Figure out your fears. I have a friend that says, with your fears, uh, find them, face them, and fix them, right? Uh, and then your other one was uh, create your network, which this is where the podcast came in real handy, and then put some pressure behind it. In other words, be serious about it. Lean into it. Lean into it with all of your passion and your love and all of your emotions and let them all hang out and talk about them on your podcast called Earn Your Happy. There you go. <laughs> Lori Harder, you're the best. Thank you. Thank you for Thank sharing. Thank you so much. I had a blast. LoriHarder.com. Coming up next, Sydney Tetro from Brandless. Don't go anywhere. Attention business owners, 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors. 
every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Oh, about a year ago, I went to an event in San Diego and I got to meet Tim Tebow, who I, I just love this guy. Love him. You know, I mean, when it comes to human currency, that guy is a quadrillionaire because he just he just exudes love in everything he does. Tim Tebow, love him. But on the way there, I was riding in the airplane, a private jet with a couple of guys and uh, one lady and um, I got to be friendly with them and I did a little interview in the airplane and I, anyway the guy was from Brandless a company called Brandless his name was Matt and the marketing director was uh, Tara and they kept talking about this lady named Sid you got to meet our CEO Sid and well Sid Sidney Tetro the CEO of Brandless is joining us right now. I love your people, Sid. I love them. They're just good people. And uh, they gave me some products to take home and try, you know, some uh, energy drink stuff and uh, natural stuff. But I've been wanting to interview you for a long time. And now that we're going to be working together with this consumer summit that's coming up in May, but I wanted to have you on the show to talk about who, first of all, who in the world is Sidney Tetro, the CEO of Brandless? And then... We want your secret sauce to your success because, oh, my God, I'm looking at your success story, which I, I can't possibly read. There's not enough show. You must be 135 years old because you've done so much stuff. It's crazy. But uh, your people love you, which that is such a rare thing. So congratulations for all that. And, um, yeah, tell us a little bit, first of all, about Brandless to refresh the audience's you know, memory of Brandless. Tell us about Brandless. Absolutely. And I'm so excited to be here. And I, too, love the people that I get to work with and think it's just a really important note that what you have as interactions, it really does reflect on you, know, you as a leader and the type of company you're building. And here at Brandless, you know, we're building this, this wellness platform that's really focused on how do we bring creators, curators, and better-for-you products together in one platform to really elevate the ability to be mission-driven, have products that help people live better lives all in one place. And our business model, too, lets us bring great people together in our journey of building this platform. And so it's so deeply rooted, not just in great products that help you live healthier lives, 
but in great people who are the creators behind those brands mm. that we're bringing into one platform. Mm. And it's been an incredible journey to build this company. I love it. The name is so intriguing, Brandless. And the crux of it is better for you products to live a healthier life. But it isn't about the brand because, I mean, the name is Brandless. It's about the quality of the product that is being represented. The product stands on its own. It stands on its own merit. So you're not just buying a brand anymore. You're buying quality from this company that cares more about your health than they do having some fancy name, which I think is kind of cool. Exactly. And what's so powerful about that is, is I hear you say it in those words too, is we think about it as you have amazing creators of products, people who are just like all of us, but are, are trying to build great products. And that gets to become part of the platform. So brandless as this platform is an elevation of all of these great things around us, people and products and an ecosystem to make a difference. And mm. it makes it really powerful. You have worked for companies such as Disney in Imagineering, leading technology and commercialization and building technology business inside Disney, theme parks, ESPN, ABC. I mean, you have done so many things. I, I'm looking at this. It's like, where does it start? And where does it end? The thing that you did that I think is amazing. We had a tiny little talk in the commercial break about you raised $118 million, which was the largest fundraise led by a woman in Silicon Slopes. Now, but you did that in 2021 in the middle of a pandemic. You would deserve a award for that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, you know, it's pretty incredible. And I really think that it speaks to the mission that we're on and the team of people around me. I mean, when people place bets with money and fundraising, you're placing it on ideas, but mostly people. And we were talking a little bit about that, about how critical people and relationships are, and they impact every aspect of building great businesses. Mm. And that's why it's such a critical part of the ecosystem to appreciate and to understand. So I've heard you called a storytelling technologist. Why would you think somebody calls you that? So I'll give you my two hats and how they come together in the world. So at my core, I am a technologist. Did my undergrad in computer science. And I thrive on innovation. I thrive on every part of technology that I can learn and building digital transformation that changes how opportunities for people, how things happen, where we're headed in the future. And that technology part of me is very much fueled by what I understand and appreciate and deeply believe around how you connect products to people. It's not just about one feature set. It's about the reason that the technology makes their life better. Mm. It's about the stories that you're trying to immerse people in or the transformation you're creating for them that makes their life better or their business ecosystem better or transforms their world. Mm. So the collision of those two has really been the thread in my career. And that storytelling side for me got very well refined when I was at Disney. And I was thinking so deeply about storylines that people become a part of that make you loyal to a brand forever and how important that is when you build innovation. Mm. So an omni-channel commercial platform that is growing through technology, which, my goodness, the technology world is exploding, right? 
and the acquisition of mission-driven brands. So you guys not only help brands to grow, but you actually may buy them. Yep. So I'll tell you what I love about Small. So we have acquired six companies over the last 18 months. And the coolest part about that is we get to work with really other amazing entrepreneurs who are coming in to join us and be partners together. And we get the opportunity to help elevate the mission that is behind them as we combine into a platform. I absolutely love that. Mm. And then I also love this ability and this opportunity we've had to create a company that knows how to accelerate growth so that we're driving value. And I think maybe the thing that I'm most proud about what we've done as we've come together and built this company is that even in today's uncertain economy, we're driving really meaningful growth in all the partners who have come into Brandless. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's just representative of the type of people we have around the table and how we've approached the business model and how you can just build great companies with great people that can grow no matter what economic conditions we're faced with. Mm. Well, and we are faced with some odd ones lately, aren't we? <laughs> These are not... It is constantly changing. It sure is. Not normal. Uh, I want to be called a storytelling technologist. I just don't have the technologist part of it down yet. Uh, hang with us. Uh, Sydney Tetro is here, CEO of Brandless. Brandless.com, if you want to check that out in the commercial break. Um, and when we come back, uh, she's going to give us a little bit more about why you might be interested in uh, getting involved with Brandless. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Hi, it's Alan Taylor from Entrepreneur Weekly. Child sexual exploitation is an unimaginable crime that continues to invade our communities and homes. The National Children's Alliance reports that almost 700,000 children are abused in the U.S. each year, with 65% of child abuse cases involving sexual exploitation. The Maloof Foundation exists to confront this crime by providing education, promoting healing, and ensuring justice for survivors. But making a difference can't be done alone. To create the greatest impact, they're going to need your help and mine. Do like I did and join the Maloof Foundation in their efforts to confront child sexual exploitation and learn how you can preserve a child's right to freedom, hope, justice, and dignity. I just want to repeat this one last time. The National Children's Alliance reports almost 700,000 children are abused in the U.S. each year. You can help. Let's do it together at MaloofFoundation.org. That's M-A-L-O-U-F Foundation.org. Listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. You know, my job is to extract the secret sauce of success from successful entrepreneurs. I love doing that. Personally, I I learn every week when I do this, I, I learn something valuable. And uh, whether it's learning about technology or just watching a person who is successful, when they do it effortlessly, it may seem effortlessly done, but it takes effort, of course. But I love it when it's so natural that it just seems like it's just effortless. And some people have that. And Sydney Tetro, you have that. Sid, you have got it. 
So uh, congratulations. It just seems like you're just having a blast. And your team, same thing with them. The company is Brandless and Brandless.com on the web. My question is, with mergers and acquisitions being so um, affected by our world today, and you said something. You said we've bought how many companies in the last 18 months? Six. Yeah, that's, six. that's normally like buying one company. Six companies in 18. <laughs> you must have had a massive team working on all that. But, uh, wow. So the question is, what are you looking for? Who are you looking for and with their products and what have you? And then who should be looking for you at Brandless? These are really great questions. Because as you look at the market, so many things have changed over the last 24 months. And for us, we really want this mission of bringing together these like-minded brands. We have a really unique formula. So we believe that you know, entrepreneurs, when they're doing things and they're growing companies, they're doing something amazing. So we are always looking for companies in the categories of nutrition, clean beauty, personal care, green clean, and home as it pertains to wellness. And we're also looking for companies that are growing and that are profitable and where the entrepreneurs want to remain part of the journey. Mm. Because we don't believe it's about just, you know, taking a product or a company and then taking it over. We think if something's growing, entrepreneurs are doing something amazing. We want to work with them and we want to lean in together and we want to together elevate and accelerate the opportunity of that. It's kind of a really unique part of our strategy but one that has made a very different opportunity for us to still drive such great growth. And I think it's really because we lean into people who are doing great things. We become great partners. Our theme is bolster, don't break. Mm. And that's been our approach to all integration and to everything that we're building. If you were a farmer and I walked by your field, I'd say, hey, what are you growing out there? You'd say entrepreneurs. (laughs) (laughs) you know it's totally true and you know entrepreneurs want to work with great people too so it's really the law of abundance and it really attracts great people who we get to work with i love it so if you guys are listening out there and you go man like i have a friend and it's a kind of a sad story he had a, uh, a honey business and he had these wonderful beehives matter of fact i just sent him a note i want to buy your beehives because he went out of business He had this wonderful business. He would go to the little farmer's markets and they had flavored honey and they put it in little straws so that your, you know, your kids could get, you know, cinnamon flavored honey and so on and so forth. And for years and years and years, he never really got more than just a little local business, but everybody loved it. And then he got to the point where he just kind of got tired. And, uh, and I think, you know, the struggle is real. The struggle of entrepreneurs is real. So to have a company like Brandless, that cares about the entrepreneur, cares about the product that they're offering and comes in and says, hey, you know, we don't want to just buy your business and take it over. We want you with it. You have value, Mr. or Mrs. Entrepreneur. Wow, I love that. No wonder. I see it all comes together here. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. So how do people reach out and get a hold of you if they have that little business that's uh, in, in the wellness or something part of their, you know, business that they're doing? You can find us at brandless.com. We have all sorts of information on this. And people can also just connect directly with me. You can find me on Twitter at Citetro. You can find me on LinkedIn. Like anyone can connect with me and I'll I'll bring you in for a conversation. Mm, I love it. So brandless.com. Sydney is C-Y-D-N-I 
Tetro, Sydney Tetro. The CEOs don't usually make themselves that available, but wow, you just did on national radio. Good for you. All right, when we come back, we've learned a little bit about you and a little bit about Brandless, the company. Now we want to, you know, have that kind of the secret sauce of the success. From your personal perspective in life and the things that you've done where you went, wow, that really worked. I want to get that from you in maybe three, three parts, three um, chunks of gold that we can take with us. And uh, Sydney Tetro coming back with us uh, to help you, the listener. And then maybe we'll uh, talk about the Consumer Summit that's coming up, too. They do it every year, so no matter when you're listening, um, you want to check on that. It's Entrepreneur Weekly with our Entrepreneur Spotlight. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. There's more Entrepreneur Weekly after these messages. Are you paying too much for business insurance? Do you have critical gaps in your coverage? Entrepreneur Insurance can help you find out. In six out of 10 policies, business owners are paying too much for property, general liability, or workers' comp insurance. Entrepreneur Insurance can help you identify ways to save and any gaps in coverage. Head to entrepreneur.com insurance to complete the questionnaire and get a personalized quote. It's an easy way to find out if you're paying too much. Again, that's entrepreneur.com insurance. Listening to Entrepreneur Weekly. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor. Well, on top of everything else, Sydney Tetro, CEO of Brandless, the company Brandless.com on the web. She is also founder and president of the Women Tech Council. And um, she's worked for Disney for a number of years. She's had her own companies. She's she's done so much, so, so much. So, I mean, people, they see this, this, uh, this resume of yours is, is like, it's, it's nonstop. And so then people go, wow, I wish I could get inside of her head and find like the three thing, the three or four pillars, the corner posts of her life. What makes her successful? She's also, uh, uh, you know, married with children and successful in that. And all these things, your life is very well rounded and it's very it's it's a beautiful thing i gotta tell you so if you could give us a few of those little nuggets of gold you would certainly be doing us a big favor oh well i i appreciate the opportunity to share some of those things that go through my head and that have kind of driven me you know when you ask me this question i'm thinking about these core things that have really become i think cornerstones for me as a leader the first one and and actually higher for this when I look at people that I want to surround myself with, and I call it creative problem solving. The thing that I know about being an entrepreneur or running a business is that there's a crisis every day. And every day you're faced with the really big challenges that you're trying to solve and how you manage through them in those times of most stress is the most critical skill that you can gain. Mm. So for me, that ability in that moment to have creative problem solving, you know, I once, this is a quick, quick story. I had a, deal that was 
I was actually doing an install at one of the largest retailers in the country in two weeks. And on a Friday night at 5 p.m., my biggest partner calls me and they're like, Sid, we can no longer hit our deadline. We're out. And I just signed this contract to go across the country. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you're faced with like, what do you do? And I come into my team the next day and I'm like, hey, I might be asking the impossible. Let's list everything we could possibly do. And the team put this hat on of all the ideas we could come up with. It took 150 family members and we ended up missing our install by one day. And that mindset of like the stress is high, the problems are real, but we can get through it. And we'll look at every option. Even if the outcome isn't exactly like we thought, we know there's a path. I think it's a critical skill for success. I love it. Okay, so creative problem solving. Go, next. Yep. So that's like my first one. My second one, I put under the category of becoming an empathetic leader. I think the reason that I have such amazing teams and people have been willing to follow me to other companies is because I really believe my job is to understand their talent and to be able to create pathways for success and to be able to hold them accountable and give them all the flexibility they need to manage work and life, because that's what I want from my career. And to really lean into the fact that you need the whole person at work and we can be a great support of people and the things that they're good at and we can develop them into leaders. We can give them opportunities maybe we haven't had. And that by doing so, we will create an amazing network of people around me. And mm-hmm. I think we have to become strong, empathetic leaders. And I think that's different from leadership a decade ago. I love that. Give them pathways to success by being an empathetic leader. All right. Third and last. Yeah, my third and last is I think you have to wear a hat of being willing to embrace the art of the possible. Anything that might make, like you just sit there and you're like, what would be possible if we did this? Because then it puts your mind in this blue sky mindset, something that allows you to imagine with all those barriers today, what you could do to change the world or your communities or your family or your company. And I think sometimes we need the space to just think about the blue sky and what is possible without any limitations. Mm. Because when we think there, we actually create roadmaps to do that. And that's how we really drive innovation and creativity and success. I love it. I love it. I love this song I'm playing in the background, too. It's by London Beat. It's called I've Been (laughs) Thinking About You. And at Entrepreneur, we're always thinking about you. And folks like Sydney Tetro, CEO of Brandless, just shared some wonderful nuggets to her success. And I am going to take those and put them in my heart because every one of those is what leaders should have. Congratulations. By the way, if you want to uh, meet Sydney, uh, you're listening yep. to this show probably um, end of April time, sometime 2022. A Consumer Summit, May 24th, 2023. Actually, 2023. Well, I'm already a yep. year behind. So, uh, yeah, May 24th, 2023. Uh, we'll be at the Consumer Summit. I will be there. And uh, consumersummit.org. And also, uh, don't forget, check out their website, brandless.com. Sydney, you did a great job. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Thank you for having me. That's it for me this week. Uh, We'll see you guys all next week, and we'll be thinking about you again. See you then. This program is copyrighted by Entrepreneur Media Incorporated.